Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Hey, Jordan Harbinger here. Subscribe to the only show that will show you how to apply the world's greatest ideas from the most striking minds. After presenting more than a thousand interviews, I couldn't be more compelled to introduce you to the Jordan Harbinger Show. We've got spies and CEOs, athletes and authors from Kobe Bryant to Malcolm Gladwell, Tony Hawk and Howie Mandel to the chairman of Google, founders of LinkedIn and Instagram, antiquities smugglers, con men, brilliant scientists, national heroes, and even the head of the CIA. Listed as Apple's best of 2018 and countless other awards that, let's be honest, you probably don't care about right now. So come and have a listen for yourself and join me as we exploit the superpowers of the world's most incredible thinkers, amazing achievers, and iconic change makers with their insights delivered right into your mind. You'll get that blueprint of their brilliance each week so that you can learn to live what you listen. Subscribe right now to The Jordan Harbinger Show, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you're listening now. Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. By now, you've likely heard about Disney+, Plus, the new streaming service that includes Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, and National Geographic. With all these amazing brands in one place, Disney Plus has one of the most incredible libraries in the entire streaming landscape, and it's all ad-free. From beloved classics like Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs to today's blockbusters like Captain Marvel and Avengers Endgame to critically acclaimed documentaries like National Geographic's Free Solo, the content on Disney Plus is truly unparalleled. Disney Plus also offers some of the most beloved TV shows of all time, including 30 seasons of the Emmy Award-winning animated series The Simpsons. And if it weren't enough, Disney Plus also has rolled out a host of originals like The Mandalorian, the first-ever Star Wars live-action series, and High School Musical, The Musical, The Series, a very meta take on the beloved film franchise. It's no wonder Disney Plus has become one of the most talked-about streaming services of 2019. So don't miss out. Sign up for Disney Plus now and start streaming all this great content today. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save 25 bucks. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 83120. It's that little chico pit bull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another brand new episode of the Collider Games Podcast. My name's Destin. I'm in studio with... What's up, guys? It's your boy Dorian here. And also we've got... Josh Vayers. Yeah, and uh, busy, busy week Anytime. in the gaming world. Sorry, anytime I say what's up, Dory, now all I hear is a sound bite because Cody and them, the Collider uh-huh. Live people, just clipped out every time I've said it. So now What's up, guys? It's your boy, Dory. There you go. <laughs> what's up, guys? What's up, guys? What's up, Look guys? It's your boy, Dory. All right, Cody, get out of the booth. Anyway, <laughs> continue. I'm sorry. Um, big, yeah, Weekend Games. The Game Awards were last night. Oh, yeah. uh, we'll talk about that here personally. Uh, we we launched uh, Twin Peaks VR Finally. today. Let's go today. Yeah. It's up available uh, on Steam and Oculus. If you have an Oculus Rift, Rift S, HTC Vive, Vive Pro, Cosmos, Valve Index, it's all available. Also, if you have an Oculus Quest, you can play it with the Oculus Link cable. But we're we're actually working on both a Quest and a PS VR version. That'd be great. So that's for next year, but. 
if you have a quest and you you can't wait to play it, you can just you know if you ever your PC is decent enough, you can yeah. hook up and get into the link. It. Yeah. So yeah, uh, that's how you can check out you know all yeah. the collider you, you videos. You guys had that social media. event last week as well. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm sure you guys spoke about that last week. I wasn't here, but that was, yeah, that, was yeah. that was a good event. That was fun. I had a lot of good yeah, had yeah. A good time. It was very cool. Very like Twin Pixie mm. mood, and we had, also some had of that. great some, food as well. Good food. Yeah. Had, had some of the actors and producers. And yeah, that was really cool. Sound department was two, uh, se- two separate here. like VR yeah. stations. Yeah, that no, was good. Yeah, so. Anyways, uh, check that out, uh, Twin Peaks VR, both Steam and Oculus, and help us out. And even if you don't own a VR system, just share it. Yeah, I thought you were about to say just buy it. I mean, you can still <laughs> buy it, but... Yeah, yeah. but it's only nine ninety nine. I was about to say, do you guys have uh, support for people who want to play without the VR? Uh, or I guess you guys have a, a lot of the mechanics is picking things up and using yeah, your hands, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's very... It's a VR experience. Yeah. It's very mm-hmm. much like to explore that world and yeah. be in that world, so... Um, so, anyways, uh, the big news this week: the Game Awards happened last night. Game of the year. Let's start off with the big one. Makes Secure, sense. Yeah, Secure Shadow Dice twice. I mean, it was. This is. We talked about this, I think, in a previous week about how there wasn't really a clear front runner no. this year. Where last year was like it was a two horse race: yeah. God of War and Red Dead Redemption Two. And this one was kind of a wide open. I'm happy with their choice because it's like Mm -hmm. you can't really complain about it. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like if you look at it, it's like there's nothing really you can say against that. Like you can't be like, nah, that wasn't game of the year. Like out of all of them, I'm like, I think it's a fair fair decision. Like I think it was a fair fair decision. You know, it got a lot of hype. It was very well respected and it's a fun game, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I personally was rooting for Control and Outer Worlds, Mm -hmm. but Secure Winning didn't really... Affect that, I, well, yeah. yeah, I wasn't complaining about anything. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, this! I, I was just a little more surprised because it, it definitely is much more of a, you know, hardcore game. Oh, for sure, gamers for not me, as casual as yeah, as. I, as, as, I, I mean, it's tough. If you, if you guys aren't Souls fans, don't even try. <laughs> like I'm just gonna let you know now. At least with uh, Star Wars. Um, Jedi Knight, it has that accessibility to new players. It's still very Souls heavy, mm-hmm. but it's not like yeah, I mean, Fallen Order. Uh, Fallen Order, yeah. yeah. It's not. It's not very like. It's it's still easy to get into. You know, if you play on the most hardest difficulty, it's insane. Yeah. So you have that approach for hardcore gamers, and you also have the story mode where like your parry time is a lot easier if you just want to have the story. Um, which is a pity. I really wish uh, Fallen Order would have been up for running this year because I know, it would have been nice to see between Sekiro and Fallen Order. That would have mm-hmm. been a, like a nice uh, decision making process. You know, mm-hmm. everything else that was nominated, I had a, I had a great time playing, but I don't really even Outer Worlds. I've spent so much time playing Outer Worlds. Mm-hmm. I just don't feel like it's that game of the year quality. You know, it was a lot of fun though, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Uh, Dorian, what do, what do you think of the winner? Like, kind of like what you said, I wasn't necessarily opposed to Mm -hmm. any of them winning. I was just like, I was content with it. And kind of like what you said, I really wish, I think, Jedi Fallen Order, I wish they would have pushed the date up just so we could have been, just just so it could have contended. Because I personally think out of all the games, it was a definite contender for Game of the Mm -hmm. Year. That being said, out of acting as well. yeah, for, for sure. Like, I definitely agree with that one. But for for the most part, like Outer Wars was the only one I de- like played a, a decent amount mm-hmm. of out of all out of all the ones that were nominated, and, and a little bit of Death Stranding. But yeah, I didn't really have like a, a solid pick on, or preference mm-hmm. for which one I wanted to win. I was kind of rooting for Control because you were hype. You've been hyping it up oh, this whole yeah. time, and I still you have to play. play it. It. Yeah. The DLC play. looks good. Yeah, it's free too. Yeah, it looks really good. Yeah. <laughs> So um, so now though, are you going to get the DLC? Are you going to let me play it, and then I give it back, and then you get the DLC? What's up? <laughs> well, I can let you borrow the disc. I have the downloaded oh, okay. or whatever, okay. so you can still borrow the disc. Bet. Um, so, uh, interesting enough, the, the the wins were kind of all across the board, right? Yeah, like, like it wasn't. There was no like one dominant. There wasn't anything like leading up to secure. I think they won one other award, which was like there was action one game, game or something like that. Disco Elysium ended up winning quite a bit. That yeah, one, cool. I, never, in, I didn't what, even indie game. Yeah, and, I didn't even hear about that, but it looks amazing. Like it completely. The I don't know when it came out, but it just must have gone completely over my head. It looks really. No, I had good. heard a lot about it, but I, I hadn't yeah. actually played it. And yeah, that was, that one got quite a few awards. Yeah, but I mean, there was nothing like okay. So like best performance, you had Mads Mikkelsen winning for Death Stranding. You had Death Stranding winning for best direction, uh, Hideo Kojima, and uh, music score. Um, but then you had Control won for best art direction. Uh, Apex Le- Legends wins for best multiplayer game, but Fortnite wins for best ongoing game. <laughs> and then I think Destiny Two won best for what was it like community, community online game, community which online. has a very good community. I, I can see that. And then. Ultimate Smash Brothers wins best fighting games over MK11. 
Uh, esports game was League of Legends. VR game was BC. There was just like, a wide variety it of games. It seemed very political. Like, we got to make everyone happy. We can't piss off too many people. But that's also like, if, I don't know, if I look at their decision making process, it seems fair. Like, mm-hmm. I, can, I can argue that all the decisions were made properly. Like, uh, Destiny 2 does have an amazing community. Uh, Smash Bros. has. I, I, I'm not even a fan because I, mm-hmm. I think unless you grew up with like a Nintendo and grew up playing Smash, you're not like it's not something you can just jump into. Mm-hmm. Like I can't just start playing Smash with you guys. You guys would wreck me probably. You know what I, I mean? Can, I'm, I'm decent at it. Like I, I grew up decently. Playing I don't even it, know the buttons, can, Dorian. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, sc- like that's that, the next yeah. besides Overwatch, and then I got <clears throat> uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance. That's like the next one on my list mm-hmm. of of games. I'm like making my way through mm-hmm. on the Switch. Just but, you know, I mean the DLC so for that game's been amazing, mm-hmm. and it's just like that. It, it has the hype hasn't left since mm-hmm. the game came out. Like it's still. Super hyped up, you know. So yeah. that makes sense for me, yeah. And then best, well, best action game of the year was Devil May Cry, right? Yeah. I think like, Caboose yeah. would have been very happy about yeah. that because he wanted that to be game of the year. Which, um, man, I, I need a, I need to pick up that game. I bought it on PC. My yeah. PC can't handle it. Nice. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, and there was nothing too surprising, nothing too controversial, and no dominant games. Yeah, it's just funny because you know with Apex Legends. Legends winning best multiplayer game and then best ongoing game going to Fortnite. I was like, okay, it's like kind of uh, eating your cake and they knew they had to give both of them an yeah, award. Yeah. You know, um, well, I'm glad Apex won something though. That's like the, yeah. that it that out of all the games that are like up. I think that's my out of the year. That's my most ongoing game. Like that's the one mm. I've probably gone to the most. Mm. Out it's of. a good multiplayer game. Yeah. I, I thought I thought a good. Um, I don't even know if it got nominated. Let me check. But I, I, I thought it would have been possibly Rainbow Six. Uh, I, mean, well, I guess no, that didn't come out this year. But that's still like one of the more mm-hmm. uh, uh, popular played multiplayer games. And also, you can be trash at it and still like get a couple kills here and there. Exactly. I mean, though, I'm like I'm decently good now because mm-hmm. I've been oh. playing a lot. But like, you, anybody can play Apex and like mm. get a kill or two. Fortnite. True. Actually, no, bro. no you can because they added bots. Oh, they did, <laughs> and they bro? just stand in front of you and look at you, and you can just. Well, that's like, not an earned one. Bro. <laughs> exactly, like, it doesn't need, feel good. like I need. A, it doesn't feel good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fortnite makes me feel like yeah. trash. Um, so. While we're on the topic of Apex, of course, yeah. while uh, at the Game Awards, if you guys watched it last night, they did announce a new game mode for Christmas, yeah. which mm-hmm. came out this morning. I haven't tried it yet, but uh, a couple of friends of mine playing it. They said it's fun. Okay, you get all like the Christmas themed um, skins and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you can have Caustic look like Santa Claus, which is amazing. Mirage look like the Nutcracker, and so on and so forth. Um, so that's going to be cool. Uh, it looks like fun, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna, probably going to jump into that later today for right. Apex. Xbox? No, you have PS4. PlayStation, yeah. I don't know, man. After, uh, I mean, we're going to get to it just yeah. now, but the new Xbox, I'm, yeah. it looks pretty. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. so uh, before we get into all the new kind of games and trailers that we saw, mm-hmm. plus obviously the big Xbox Series X announcement, we'll talk in separately. Um me, the music performances. We started the, the whole yeah. uh, award show with uh, churches, churches. Yeah. Uh, from Death Stranding. Uh, we ended with Green Day Which at the end. They killed it, yeah. Um, and then, and then, Grimes and then, then they also somewhere. announced the whole Beat Saber mm. uh, Green Day pack. Um, what do you guys think? So, I mean, music performances. It's it's like the the Oscars. They they kind of mm. like throw them in the awards. It's it's. I think more for the people there at the, at the oh, awards yeah. than yeah. the people watching, right? Well, that was my biggest throwaway, especially from – I think they fixed it later on. But with Church's performance, it just didn't – from – I was watching the stream on the video on the, the Game Awards channel, and the the, qual, the audio quality just wasn't good. I would imagine that, like, it just sounded different to me. I would imagine if I was there, it would have been a lot better. Oh, yeah. Like a con- yeah. It would have been like – I mean, like a concert. But it's just for streaming, the music didn't come out so nice. And then I love Church. I've been listening to them for years. But I, I could tell that the vocalist had a bit of stage fright, and you could, like, kind of – pick it up in her voice and she was shake a little shaky you know this is a very interesting song choice um I, I like Grimes' performance because that basically gave us a sneak peek into what the music of uh, Cyberpunk is going to be like. That song is going to be in Cyberpunk. There's mm-hmm. no way that they're not going to like the, the whole backdrop, the music video. That song, it has to be. Um, and yeah, and then Green Day. Green Day was they killed it, man. Mm-hmm. I love it. They were like everyone's like sitting down in their chairs watching the Game Awards. They do one song and they're like, "Stand up, you guys want to dance? Dance, come here, stand up, come like, forward." You, you know your audience, my guy. But he, he worked that audience. But good. still, I, I mean, he got I, I thought the stand up. I thought he got the people to run was, towards him. I know. I thought the performance was was fine. It's not my cup of tea. Like mm-hmm. I don't rock with Green Day like that. But yeah. I thought I thought it was fine for a performance. But like you said, and it's like this happens on. I feel like all the 
Shows. All, all the, the shows, shows, like the E3 or something, when they cut to like a. I'm surprised there wasn't a dance number, <laughs> like a you know? just dance or something. They sprinkle in there or something like that. But yeah, just it seems like when when we watch Saber the musical or something <laughs> like that, it's just like, all right, this is cool, like good music, but it's it's maybe they should try to do like a I don't know like a mm. a pre pre televised version of those. Yeah. those well, what's up with like the the half an hour of like the pre show, the pre yeah, like pre-show, at yeah. the game, like. Just market part of the show. It's right. It's not like we're going to a different venue. It's not like we're changing. Like, I mean, we're changing hosts, but only briefly. <laughs> like, like a half an hour till we start, and then it's. I don't yeah. know. I like. I, I could. I was like, when, when is the show starting? You right. Know? So they're trying to make it feel like as much as a real like Oscar award show or something mm-hmm. as they can. I guess. Yeah. No, and they just run through them. Like they have like where he just like lists off like. The, the these are the nominees for this award this category that isn't big enough for an announcer to come out and, and talk about it. And we're just gonna, he just reads them off and like and the winner is blah blah blah. So here's one of my qualms, and I don't know how long the Game Awards have been doing this, but why did they merge the racing and sports category together? Like so it's like did. best racing and sports game of the year. Like no, I would like a best racing game and a best sports game. They're w- two very different things. I would guess that the maybe the racing genre just isn't. Big enough to have its own but, I mean, The fact that Crash Team Racing went up against things like FIFA and 2K and like, I mean, 2K wasn't even nominated, but which is weird because it was like the best selling game of the year, but oh well. Um, it's, it's, I don't know. It just seems odd to me. Like, it's, it's too, how do you even like judge which is better? They're, it's two different things, you know? Yeah. It's like, Couldn't what's, what, what's better, uh, baseball or American football? It's two different things. That is true. That's where I know they did that. Mm, yeah, I guess time wise, it makes sense as well. Um, and do people? I'm not going to say. That. I was going to say, do people really care about racing games? But there's a there's an audience. Yeah, for there's. It, I so, suck yeah. at them, so I don't. Yeah, I'd I'm say not. less so now. But there, I mean, it, it definitely was a bigger thing in the 2000s, 90s, like, uh, like when Gran Turismo gr- came out. Yeah. I mean, Gran Turismo is still big, but not nearly as no, big as what it, it was. was like it was everybody huge. loved it. Dude, I remember playing Gran Turismo. I can't remember which one it was. It was on the PS2, and there were literally modes where it's like you do your fastest lap time, and you have to leave your PlayStation on for like three hours to finish like the 200 lap saga that you're doing. You go get some, make some breakfast, come back, and you're still like running that lap, and you gotta make sure you're still in the lead with that fastest lap time. If not, you gotta do another one. And it was so like even for like a game in the early 2000s, that was so much. Like I loved it though. It's gaming trends, man. Remember when uh, Tony Hawk? Was like oh, the yeah. big. Everyone was just playing Tony Hawk all day. <laughs> now it's just like now there's no. No one plays games. it. Uh, rock band slash guitar hero was Tr- huge. True, now, yeah, very true. Now it's Beat Saber. Now it's Beat Saber. I think, you think I could see the? I don't know, like in terms of sales or anything, like for racing games in particular. But I could see them. I could see it becoming a bigger thing in mm. virtual reality. Like, oh I, yeah, I could man. see that being a, a big. I th- I, that'd be dope. I'd get that, a. I would a, get a Grand VR Turismo. racing. Yeah, yeah dude. I'd Easy. do something like that. Yeah. Like any any uh, even like I mean Need for I guess Need for Speed wouldn't work in that because it is very much like a third person car game but most like other like uh, other more professional racing games will have that first person mode and that'd be so easy to port to vr as well i'd imagine yeah um all right uh we'll talk about xbox series x in a minute but let's talk about i'll, I'll read off some of the names of uh, the trailers and announcements that came out during i mean the game awards also besides the awards is like a three-hour commercial for for, <laughs> for games for the, yeah um, Didn't they go on longer? I don't, when I was watching it, I felt like they went over by half an hour. Uh, maybe like 10, 15 minutes. I okay. Think. Yeah. yeah. Um, Hellblade 2. That um, does look good. That's going to be for the next console, isn't it? Yeah. 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 I think so. uh, Ghost of Shishima. Uh, and we've had a trailer before, but there was a brand new I still don't know trailer. what it's about. <laughs> I just see the dude walking around yeah. with a sword. <laughs> I just <laughs> uh, Visually, it looks fantastic. It does, yeah, it looks beautiful. Um, that's for sure. Then we have Fast and the Furious Crossroads. That's when Vin Diesel and Michelle Rodriguez came out. Wasn't that awkward? Mm -hmm. They just wanted those two big stars to announce the game of the year. They know those two guys are gamers, and they happen to have a Fast and the Furious game. Rodriguez looked so awkward. (laughs) I I didn't see that part live, but all of social media was like, why are they – why are they here or like why like they seem like I off mean, or something so I was like it, it can't be that bad I knew, it, it wasn't yeah. as bad as people were making it seem but it was a, a tad bit awkward it was like, like I knew they were, they were out of their ele- element yeah, a little bit I knew they were gamers so when I saw her step on stage I was like okay cool I didn't know she had I didn't know they had the, the Fast and Furious game coming out I just thought she's a fan I knew she was like a gamer I knew Vin mm. Diesel was a gamer um, so there's a lot of celebrities who are you know uh, but it's one of those things where it just like you ugh. 
I know. I mean, I know they're used to acting with scripts, but come on, man, get, like get some public speech uh, lessons or something. It's hard being in front of a bunch of gamers, dude. It is, yeah. They're the I, most, they're the, they judge the hardest. Yeah. That's true. The I mean, most critical yeah. of uh, all the fan yeah. bases. Yeah. Vin Diesel was adorable, though. He was just so happy to be there. He's like, I'm with my people. These are my people. And I was like, oh, he's adorable. Uh, the game looks fun, though. It looks like Mad Max, but Fast and Furious. Yeah. Um, Godfall. Uh, that's Ooh, that only going to be on PS5 and a PC. What's your speculations here? for that? I feel like it's going to be like a, da- a Diablo-esque game. I mean, it says uh, looter slasher up to mm. three-player co-op. So that's it kind of cool. reminded me yeah. of because uh, I don't play many looter games. It kind of reminded me of the Apple, the old. I don't know if it's an old school Apple app game called Infinity Blade. I don't know if you've ever. Oh, played I have. It was all, on Android as yeah, well. Yeah. yeah, I used to play it all the time. It kind of reminded me of that just from mm-hmm. the first look I got. But it, it looks it stylistically, looks amazing. you're right. Yeah, yeah style it look, wise, it, style wise, it looks same, like it yeah. could be in the same universe as that. I thought, but um, it looks good. I if that's their is that their. That's official, the, fir- the first launching, official yeah. game. It's launching with the okay. PS5, which, I mean, there was no PS5 news, but the fact that they said this is launching on the PS5 holiday yeah. ne- holiday next year, we know it's And there the was, PS5 like, the PS5 logo yeah. at the end of the trailers that ha- for, for the games that so, were. Yeah. So we know it's coming out holiday next year. Yeah. I mean, they, I guess they had to. they got to you got to match what, where, whenever Xbox is bringing out theirs, you know. Yes. So, and Path of the Warrior, Naraka Blade Point, uh, there was... Uh, a bunch of different uh, game and nothing, nothing huge. The biggest thing uh, then we'll talk about right now is the Xbox Series X. That was kind of the mm. biggest. I was so excited. It w- wasn't even a game. I wasn't expecting it. I was like, oh, they're going to save that for E3. They decided to drop that trailer that kind of because one of those more inspirational trails, right? They showed not really gameplay from games. They just. And it, was, it was in engine. It was definitely yeah. in engine. Beautiful yes. graphics of whatever. It's the possibilities. Yes, I mean the graphics are great, but that was like cinematics, but in game. Most, most tech in, demos look great. Those the thing. Cinematics yeah. type of thing, not actual gameplay footage that showed like I think it was like looked like FIFA, uh, and then also Halo, obviously, and then just the the. Once the reveal of the name Xbox Series X, which is confusing because they have the Xbox One Pro X already know, right? out, and then two, the, the thing that people are talking the most is the design of it. Bro, it's like it looks a like a PC uh, tower. Up, it look, oh, I thought it looked like an updated, uh, upgraded Alexa. Echo. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's it. it kind of, but the, it kind of makes sense though. I was sitting there one day. I was like, for the past year, I was thinking, what is the next console going to look like? And if you're going to make like a high end gaming console, I look at what high end gaming PCs look like. So I was like, in my mind. When they were going to announce the like the PS4 Pro, I assumed that that's what, or like the Xbox One X, the mm-hmm. um, the high end versions of those. I thought that they were going to go more at the route that the Xbox uh, Series X looks like, which kind of makes sense to me. You want a high end device; it's going to be a little bit bigger. I like the shape of it; it's just a rectangle. It mm-hmm. looks and it stands up. It looks like it would look nice. It can, next it to can TV, go both you know? vertical and horizontal. They yeah. said. Oh, so. that's good. Yeah, as well. not, yeah, yeah, not, I would keep it. I, I was horizontal. It looks nice. Yeah, I, I was worried that it was going to be. Uh, Horizontal only because or vertical the, only because of what the top looks like, right? Yeah, that's where the vent is. I also thought so. Because I don't know yeah. if you guys remember, but the Xbox, what was it? Is it the, the this generation, the Xbox One, where like uh, you can't put it uh, vertically? Hard, I don't think you can. Yeah, yeah, because the yeah. games won't play. Yeah, it was, um, it was yeah, it was this one. Yeah, where the Xbox 360, you could, you could, you could yeah. Um, so. That's that's at least good news for me. So then you mm-hmm. can decide you want it. You want to stack it on something, or you want to put it on the yeah. side. I just like how sleek it looks. Yeah, look, I'm not know? complaining about like it, it looks like yeah. a, it does look like an upgraded Amazon Echo, but it looks nice. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I can rock with this. My paycheck. I mean, like, I just got Xbox One, but I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, you got a year to this, save up. Yeah, it's yeah. a year away. Uh, the question is one: What is the price point going to be? Mm-hmm. Have they learned their lesson from last time? Coming out four ninety nine was just a big mistake for them. They've got to hit that three ninety nine yeah. price point. I'd, like, I, 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 do you think they'll try to get like in between and say, "Hey, we'll give you guys three. We'll do three forty nine. Like that would be such like no, a think, slap in the I think, face. No, I think that's a disc discless version. I think yeah. there's going to be a discless version that that'll be three fifty. Mm. Um, but the way that they've named this, and this is purely speculation in my brain, okay? Name it the Xbox Series X. Are they going to make this thing modular in the sense of in a future version? Like, 
you just take out something and put something. Do you know what I mean? It does look like you could upgrade it because it is. Yes. It, it does have that kind of size to it. And that would also once again make sense and Microsoft could essentially be making more money if they did their own version upgrades, you know what I mean? Rather than like, oh, go get so the in, Ryzen 5, get yeah, the, so uh, the let's Microsoft say the, this version l- of that. This launches next year, right? And then how long are the cycles now? Six, seven, eight years? I guess so, We yeah. did, We did Xbox One and PS4. PS4 was 2013, 2014? 2013. 2013, I think, yeah. yeah 2013. So yeah. six years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll be seven years next year. So let's say in seven years, eight years from now. They're like, all right, we got the new one. Actually, that makes sense because I think it was like 2006 for PS3. But if you own like Xbox One Series X, you can just buy this whatever, this uh, card, and you put the card in there. I'm totally speculating. This is just more of like a fantasy type of thing situation where it's like, okay, you want to upgrade to the next generation. You just do this, you know what yeah. I mean? That would that would be handy. I mean, I'm just guessing because of the size of it and the name of it. Is it, is it something that it's the Series X? Yeah. yeah. Are they gonna? I immediately thought of Tesla for some reason. Mm-hmm. I was like, why? Why so many X's? I mean, I guess it's Xbox, but still. Um, but yeah, I'm excited that they they finally have a name. Not the best of names. Uh, the console itself looks cool. I'm just I'm just yeah I'm interested in the price point and. Obviously, the the games. Yeah, I'm games? excited. The, the main thing I'm excited about is, of course, the games. But it's also like when it, they said it's four times more powerful than the Xbox One X. I'm like, bro, I'm already content. Like, I'm already satisfied with yeah. With, well, what, let, with let me what ask I you, have. what what so, TV do you have? I have a of a Am, Amazon Fire TV. Is it 4K? Yeah. It's, okay, it's so 4, you're so you're at least getting yeah. I'm getting like the, the best maximum, out of your the, okay. the maximum of it. So it's like the 8K input. I don't have yeah. I don't have 8K, but. I mean that's like that's the biggest reason as to why they've been pushing back these console launches so far is because people just there's everyone's now finally getting to like everyone's starting to get 4K TVs because they're finally getting affordable you know what I mean but when this console comes out like I'm guessing they're hoping that people will start having 8K by then you know what I mean Mm -hmm. yeah that's a that's a move that is it's a big move yeah but I mean yeah we're we're talking like this we have a we have a decent amount of time but still. I mean, 4K looks pretty good to me so far. That's what far, I'm saying. Like, I'm not complaining. Like, four, like it, I guess right it's now, also, we it, do not need 8K. But it's right? also one of those things where it's 4K like... 4K looks great. We're about to get into Gemini Man type. Even 1080 stuff looks pretty good. Exactly. But, but there is like sometimes where I, I kind of sat there where it's like, you know, like, yeah, like it's... The, you don't notice that change, but I think you notice it when you go back. You know what I mean? Like, like there are like... If you, like if I look at like a game that came out like last like two years ago that was like flawless graphics and maybe it still holds up today but you can still tell that there is better and newer yeah, things yeah. out there you know and I feel like that would be the difference between the 8K and the, and, and, and the 4K you know what I mean like I don't think I'll notice the difference but I think if I had an 8K TV for a year and I went back to a 4K TV I feel like then I would notice the difference hmm. but it's the thing of like you don't know you don't, if I don't have it I don't know what I'm missing so it doesn't yeah, matter the, the doesn't game, matter. these games are not going to be running 8K mm. anyway they're, I, I, I gonna, play indie games mostly anyways. They're, they're gonna play four, it's going to be 4K, and they're going to try to hit a f- high frame rate. Mm. You know, Yeah, they probably could do 8K, but like at a very reduced frame rate. You know? yeah. So I think they want a smoother game experience. Because remember, it just comes, when it ultimately comes down to the games, right? Yeah. The, you can tout the specs all you want, but it's all going to be about the exclusive games and, and, and whatnot. Um, and that's all to be determined from both consoles. And, uh, yeah, Holiday 2020, we knew that. Um, oh, one game that I was excited to see that was announced there, Wolf Among Us 2. Yes. That was, that was, that was good. That was, I was hyped. That I was mean, a very good game. I mean, remember, Telltale shut down. Mm-hmm. And then they got bought. Their assets got bought. A lot of their IP got uh, sent back uh, to the original IP mm-hmm. uh Copyright holders like you know Minecraft went back to Microsoft, yeah. Walking Dead, Borderlands went back, went back to um, yeah, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, um, yeah. But they still had a few like Batman and then Wolf Among Us. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the Batman series was good. That they, the, the Telltale series was really yeah. good for Batman. And so it wasn't out of the realm of possibility coming back, but I was just surprised that. Mm. So was I. I was, and then also No More Heroes three. I don't know if, if you guys ever played any of the previous ones. No. When I I was. If, I don't know if you can look up where No More Heroes 2 came out, but it's been so long, Dennis. Like, I screamed. Like, I genuinely screamed when I saw they dropped No More Heroes 3, and I was like, even more reason for me to go get a Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, ew, that, that, was, that was announced in the pre-show, but that looks good. I think there's going to be a lot of hype around No More Heroes 3 for sure. 
um, I think the previous two are on the Wii. It's one of those things where, like, with No More Heroes 3 coming out, I would like to see them remaster the previous two, but I think you have to have the motion control, so it's, I don't know. The previous one worked with, like, the Wii, mm. using it as a sword. You had, like, a lightsaber thing. It was so cool. Um, Bro, the Switch is a move. I, I got one last week. It's a move. Get it. It's a good investment. Dude, I, dude trust me. I know. I, I want that Switch bad, bro. Like, really bad for multiple reasons. Um, but, yeah, no. So, No More Heroes 3. There's a lot of hype around that uh, yeah, for the sure. the first one was on the Wii. Yeah, it was the, I remember playing the first one on the Wii. That was so fun. Well, 2008 in America. It's the only game I enjoyed on the Wii. <laughs> uh, and then, let me see where the sequel... Because, yeah, I don't think I played much of the sequel. I don't remember what that came out on, even. Could have also been the Wii. Uh, the sequel. Wii as well in yeah. 2010. Because you have to use, like, the, the Wii remote as your Man, sword. People are still playing the Wii in 2010. <laughs> only, literally, probably only for that game. Like, I'm not even joking. Like, I, I, when, when, uh, when the second game came out, I know so many people who re-bought a Wii just to go and play that game. It's funny. I, it's, I have um, one, like, sitting in my closet. Somewhere. Same. Like, yeah, I, got one I haven't touched underneath. the Wii in a minute. But I know, I know the, even though they, uh, like, it's not popular but i know people i still i still play wii sports but, dude uh, yeah a lot of <laughs> yeah. a lot of wii a lot sports of, was the only thing i played a lot of hospitals and and uh sports mm-hmm. sports rehabilitation places we'll use, you, that, yeah. use that no, so it, i think that's cool sense. that is still that is being cool. it's getting its money's worth out of it uh while we're on the topic of telltale i know we didn't have this mm-hmm. in the breakdown but uh, i was looking at the games that were released this week nothing really big came out this week uh something that did catch my eye was there is a did you ever play the Vamp- uh, vampire the masquerade no, but I know. Of so it, yeah. it's a, so that's a tabletop game. Uh, then an RPG, uh, an RPG came out around 2004. Vampire: The Masquerade Bloodlines. They announced Masquerade: The Bloodlines two earlier this year. It's coming out next year. A lot of hype around that. But this week they dropped a game with Telltale, mm-hmm. uh, a Vampire: The Masquerade set in New York, which is where it is set. And it's like they had a. It's not released by Telltale, but they were working with them to be like, how does moral dilemmas work? Mm-hmm. So it's a very like text heavy game. I thought it was an RPG, but it, this is like a very text heavy game. So if you guys are fans of uh, Vampire the Masquerade, there's a game out on PC right now where you can play the dialogue version of that. It's really fun. Um, All right. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about from the Game Awards? How how cringy was the... The acceptance speech, and like I know I'm going to get a lot of hate for this, but I did not. I thought the the acceptance speech from Epic Games was a little cringy for uh, ongoing Game of the Year. I don't think the tears were that. <laughs> necessary. I can understand being overwhelmed. I can understand that, but it's, did, I don't did know. Did they win last year or something? I, I think so. But it's like I just feel like the, and I don't ever want to judge anybody for ever crying, but it just it did feel like he saw the opportunity to cry uh-huh. and he felt the emotion and he's like, I'm going to go there. Uh-huh. I'm going to go there, <laughs> and that's what it seemed like to me. Maybe um, there's just behind-the-scenes stuff that we just don't he, know He about. did <laughs> thank the 1,000 people working at Epic Games, though, which I believe was nice of him. I was like, yes, you didn't create the game yourself. Yeah. Thank you for thanking all the people that worked with it. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, next thing, we've got uh, the Mortal Kombat movie. The date moves mm. up earlier. So originally, I think it was slated for March yeah. of uh, – double-check this. 2021. Yeah, 2021. Sense, yeah. But it's – because I think they're – Wrapping filming right now, I mm. think, or close to wrapping. Um, but originally it was going to be in March. Now it's in January 15th. Now, traditionally, January has been kind of a dumping ground for bad movies. But in this case, I don't think that's the case. I think it's one of those things where it's like... Well, when is the, the, the two Keanu movies coming out next year? Because isn't that around that March time? No, I think those were. I think it was, that was scheduled for. I think it's May fourth yeah, is one of those okay. Matrix. Yeah. But I, I I think it. I personally think it's a. a I'm cautiously optimistic because, like you said, even though like January's been known as a dumping ground, yeah. we've seen like this year people have been trying to take that spot. Take man. it, and uh, hopefully, video bad, games do the same Bad thing. Boys Three. Yeah. Hopefully, Bad Boys Three will take it yeah. in January 2020. <laughs> Shout out to Makuga, but hopefully, this is. I, I think they're just confident about it because you don't put a. Mm-hmm. a I think they 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 know that Mortal Kombat is such a big enough name that they can put it in that that month and not have to worry about it trying to compete like moving it out of March out of a Birds of Prey shadow so it doesn't mm-hmm. have to compete with all those comic book movies like once you get into the February then on like it's comic book heavy big sure, blockbuster yeah. so like putting it ahead of all that instead of like trying to have it compete especially it's new it's a reboot it's a new cast of people I think it's smart to have it before we get into the actual movie 
movie onslaught that we're about to do in 2020. So there's hopefully a, it's good news. There's only two possible reasons as to why they did what they did. One, which is what you just brought up now, uh, which is that they're confident that it's going to do well, so right. they're going to release it early. But for a, a movie studio to release a movie early, they're either really confident or they're not. They just want to <laughs> get out of the way and just it's, like, yeah. hey, drop it's, it's either or... like, we got to get rid of this or, man, we got to make the money now. This yeah. is so good. You I, know I would I mean? say because they're either the casting just, process has also, been really good yeah. so. also they're, they're, they haven't finished they either haven't finished filming or are about to finish filming mm. so they haven't even gotten to the editing room there I mean yeah. there's probably some you know quick assembly edits for people for the directors to take a look at but there isn't like they, they aren't at the point yet where they watch it and go fuck this, this movie Reese's. sucks or yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean they're just not even at that point to make that decision so I think it's purely a a marketing. And we haven't even seen any trailers, have we? You know yeah. exactly, which means we've seen no finished CGI. It's not like no. the New Mutants, where like yeah. that thing they like shelved. No one knows where it is, and they can't. It's more of a okay. Let's see if we can grab that that January mm-hmm. spot because there's less attention during there. I mean, it's true. That's, yeah. that's the thing. It's like there's only two like dead periods for the movie season: end of August, early September, with uh, January now. But even those are starting to close. People are mm-hmm. just you know there's like. There's the window of like when the dead movie season is just slowly and slowly. Too much content, too many movies. There is, there is, and and now you guys are too young to know this, but in television before the whole summer used to be dead season. The mm. whole summer used to be only reality TV show oh, was on. That's horrible. <laughs> but now because of streaming television and cable and all this stuff, it's like no, 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 you're gonna get Game of Thrones during the summer. You're gonna get this during this like it's your kids no, will th- never play outside <laughs> there is no you know what i mean there's no dead season for television anymore it's just it's it's, it's ongoing it's, 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 it's constant yeah, yeah it's, it's constantly constant. ongoing so but back in the day it was like all I'm, your shows would stop in about may or june and then you would just the only thing that was on was reality tv and then your shows would come back in September, October. I wonder if that's ever going to affect and this is a little out, out of the realm that we deal with uh, for those who are listening i in my spare time, I'm an actor and screenwriter. I wonder if that'll ever affect pilot season. You know what I mean? Will pilot season ever change for casting? Because pilot season's always been around January. Uh, yeah, but I mean, the thing, the whole the pilot system is gone different. pretty much. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you have Netflix does do, does green light to series, right? Yeah, like there's no pilot, which is kind of scary to think of. Think of if you think about it. It's like no, let's not test it out in an episode. We'll just give you the money to do a yeah. whole season. If it doesn't work, screw it. We're Netflix. Yeah. Um, and then you have Amazon, who they still do pilots. Um, That's good. But yeah. you know, but not well, who knows with Disney Plus doing weekly releases? Maybe you know. Yeah. So it's all over the place. Um, uh, another announcement that actually came before the Game Awards was the Resident Evil Three remake. Yeah, a lot of hype. And on they that. had the trail. I mean, the this, the Resident Evil Two remake got uh, nominated for Best Game of the Year. So obviously, it was very well received. I mm-hmm. think both by fans and critics. And then you have. The third one, uh, they have the full trailer, and yeah, it looks good. It makes sense. I think it makes a lot more sense. I mean, obviously, I like when you have uh, a very good or great game that's recently where they upgrade the graphics. For example, Last of Us, right? You had the PS3 version, and now you have a remastered PS4 version. That's cool. But it makes even more sense when you're taking a game that's really old and redoing the entire graphics, and also, you know, you're changing the control scheme, and there's just a yeah. lot more to it. I mean, was, didn't Resident Evil 2 do so well? That, that was incredibly successful, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, the remaster, you know? Yeah. yeah like, it would make sense. And then they're also looking at, like, Crash Bandicoot, Spyro, those games. Mm-hmm. Like, they they were so successful. These remakes of our nostalgia, if done right, are successful. You know what I mean? Speaking of uh, piggybacking off of that, the, yeah. also, I, I did enjoy, even though I'm not a Final Fantasy fan at all, mm-hmm. I did enjoy the, mm-hmm. the new trailer. It was, it was are, nice you, trailer. are you Dude, hardcore. I pre-ordered already. Oh, I, I pre-ordered oh, okay. like the minute pre-ordering right, we'll came talk, out. We'll dude, talk yeah. after this, but um, yeah. So oh, yeah. that it seemed like the the footage that they showed of that the new trailer, it, it was basically kind of, I think just repackaged footage that they uh, showed. They the they showed more of a story E3. for Cloud. Yeah, but yeah. But yeah. They, I I really enjoyed. They just that, re- re- put it in like a different order. They did show a couple new cutscenes, which was nice, uh, specifically. Um, with uh, a man, the fact that I'm blanking on his name right now is killing me. Um, starts with a B, and he has guns for hands. <laughs> Anyways, um, um, but also, so 
I was told this would be if you're not a Final Fantasy fan. Like, would this be? Would you say this 100%. is a good jumping off? Like, 100%. I could jump into this and just be like, fine. The reason why is because it's first of all, it's not turn based. Okay. Uh, it's it's. Did you play Final Fantasy 15? No. I, that, that was one of the best Final Fantasies for new people to get in because okay. it wasn't as complicated as the previous ones. And not that the previous ones were complicated, but they can be a little scary for newcomers. Okay. It's very hack and slash RPG, whereas previously it was turn based. Uh, so it's going to be they they basically taken Final Fantasy 15 those mechanics and made. Final Fantasy VII, which is what people wanted, because Final Fantasy XV, an amazing game, mm-hmm. the story was lacking. Final Fantasy VII has the one of the world's most beautiful stories. Okay, all right. One of the literally, it'll 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 tear your heart out. All as right, well. you and MF5 got me sold. I'll give it a chance. I, maybe, maybe I'll. I, I think I they're releasing I'll, I'll it in parts until, though, as I'll far as I know. The new one drops because I know when the the original game came out, it came out in like four discs. It okay. came out in one go, but. It's a big game, so for me, it would make sense for them to release it in parts, like Final Fantasy Episode Seven Part One, and maybe do it in four parts or something. I don't know if they are going to release the whole game in one go. That'd be amazing, though. I think I it's going to look great. Uh, a couple of things I know we brought it up before. I know you didn't see it in the trailer, but if you're wondering how your party works, you actually get to switch in between your party members live. So it's not just you're not just cloud the whole time. You can be cloud. Oh you yeah, can I saw switch that, to Tifa, and then like it's it's sick. Yeah. Um, anything else? Uh, uh, there's one last story I have, but you guys have anything? I just want to touch on since we were already talking about uh, movie studios and stuff. Mm-hmm. The the VX studio, the VFX studio that re- did the yeah. design for yeah. Sonic. They I heard about that. So they that went bankrupt. Yeah, yeah, that kind of sucks. But uh, like I, everyone got laid off. Is that the same one as the Lion King? Yeah, yeah. The same, okay. same company, one. So. Okay, so it's not due to Sonic. No, I'm not. No, I'm not saying they, they 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 got uh, closed because of Sonic. But I'm just saying that's their most recent. They did the why rework did they get for, closed? Like for I don't know why. Well. I just VFX I just know the the margins are so small. I was gonna say I just know they went they went under and in terms of everyone like there was no one got given like notice. It was like hi, you don't have a job anymore. It was just like everyone. So many people just got like screwed. That sucks. The man. problem is, is when movies uh, need VFX, they you know they have people bid out mm. these contracts, and then once they get the bids, it's like everyone kind of tries to lowball it to get the contract, and then realize, wait, it's a lot. Maybe not even realize that the, the movie studio themselves go, oh wait, there's a lot more. You got to yeah. you got to do more of this. And this is in games. Game and then like they signed the contract, so yeah, and they still owe them, and you know that's that's kind of oh, that's that sucks. I mean man. the the VFX company that did um, the Life of Pi, they had like won an Oscar, and then they closed. You know what I mean? Mm. Like it's just these uh, VFX studios is just it's I don't know. It's, it's one of those things where I feel like movie studios should have a better process in terms of contracting out these things because or at least some like because eventually respect you know well yeah eventually if you know uh this doesn't work out where are we gonna go yeah to where from, where you know? where is and this was this was a vancouver studio i know that usually it, you're outsourcing to either china or korea but it's like in india, or in india yeah, but it's yeah. like what like there's a it's you're gonna reach a point you know what i mean you can't always outsource from India. No, yeah. yeah, and you don't know what the quality level is, mm-hmm. right? So I believe so. the like the 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 picture company who owns the VX, they're not com- like the, the studio isn't completely closing. They're yeah. just closing the Vancouver. Oh, just the, that. Okay, but the but mess up thing is, the, but the yeah, the mess up. The more mess up thing about it is the Vancouver team specifically was the one that had the most part on doing the redesign for oh, Sonic. Mm-hmm. So it was like they worked so put hard, on all man. that extra hard work for the new design, and it's like, all right, we're, you're done. You don't have a job anymore. And now either. you get no that, tweaks, that, that's, notice, that's no nothing. Like, them already losing their jobs messed up, but for them to have to be the ones to have put in that hard work to do the redesign for the fans and then not see the the don't think like a thank you note or something in the credits shit um another thing to bring up before uh we move over uh it's more or less within the same realm youtube how do you guys feel about the latest youtube rewind (laughs) it was better it was better better. (laughs) it was better than the 2018 one but it was also still low-key trash it was a watch mojo it was a top 10 yeah exactly it was was just a glorified top 10 and and my biggest thing and everyone speaks about this as well is that they didn't mention etika like, oh, yeah, n- not did. at all. Who was like, who he, he passed away this yeah. year? Uh, that, that that was a huge part of this year, and to not even like mention that, or at least not to like mention like uh, YouTubers who have passed away this year segment. Like that would have been nice to see, you know, like know. a I memorial agree, section. According but. to Twitter, YouTube is over because that that was a hashtag. Yeah, that was the over. hashtag that ran. Yeah, YouTube oh, so is over. silly. But yeah, that they it was better than last year's, but 
you could only go up from last year. Last year, true, like yeah. A- the apparently, dark. they sent the video to PewDiePie right before they released it. They were like, "What do you think about this?" And he's like, "Well, you're not paying me to work on it or anything, so this is what I think you should do." And they took his notes and they still released it anyways. But and then he released his own video where he's like, "Now imagine if you guys had paid me to do it." I would have given you guys the – and it's true because he does do the best YouTube rewinds himself. But he's like, I would have given you guys the best YouTube rewind if you paid me to do it. But whatever. And apparently then they got like – here's the thing. Ethan Klein from uh, H3H3 Productions, mm-hmm. uh, they YouTube uh, spoke to him before the time. They're like, look, could you uh, tweet out about like – just like do like a special tweet where it's like what was your favorite moment for YouTube rewind? And then, and then we'll give the top tweets winners – We'll, we'll, those winners will give them awards. Uh, we'll give them presents, and then Ethan's like, "That's great. What do they get? A fanny pack." <laughs> so, like, and the, they weren't going to pay him anything. It was like, the, "Oh, so bad, man." YouTube, you, come on, YouTube, you're better than that. It's sad because the previous YouTube rewinds, besides last year, was fun. Like it was the, nice. You go back 2015, 2016. 2015 was a great good, one, man. Good, yeah. great quality. They should, they should have just went back. And when they did that teaser, sorry, we're getting on a little yeah. YouTube rewind tangent. But when they did the like original teaser for YouTube rewind this year, it was like, "All right, we learned from our mistakes." Like, right? Yeah, I they was said like, sorry. Right. Sweet, hell yeah, right. they apologized. Giving them a chance, and then. They just gave us a top ten. They did, yeah, they were just like, all right, we can't mess this up, and it it was fine. It was they did have a fine, they did have a new creator section that was cool for like people that started their channel this year that are doing really well. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't just like, hey, look at all these people you already know. It was like, hey, these are a couple of people you don't know. So I did like that, and it's like once again, it's one of those things where you can't. I felt like I could have made that video, and that's saying something. Literally, I could have, and made I that can't video. edit for shit. You could have googled the results yeah. for that stuff and just put it together yourself. But yeah, I don't know. Anyways, I felt like that was worth mm-hmm. bringing up just because that was a lot of backlash the past week. Mm-hmm. And it was trash. Uh, uh, last thing on my list is the 2K Studio has announced a new Bioshock game. Yeah. But it's from a new internal studio called Cloud Chamber. Uh, but it's they're not planning on this game coming out anytime soon. They just kind of wanted to just let, let people, people know, know that it's in development. Just because Bioshock is you know a beloved franchise. Mm-hmm. Um I wonder what direction they would go in, because at least for me, the don't first... Don't spoil anything, bro. I'm just now starting this. I mean, I just started a well, Don't worry, no spoilers. Right. But for me, like, the, the first two Bioshock games and Bioshock Infinite are two very different games stylistically. But it was it was a different... Uh, Studio as well, right? Yeah, and you could different yeah. uh, but that, game director. And, and that's also why I'm thinking, like, what are they going to do with the next one? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, But uh, didn't, in, didn't Infinite, they brought back the original team? Or at least the original... Because Infinite was a prequel. Yeah, Infinite was like a pre. So it was kind of like before everything went to shit, yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, I, well, I, at least in terms of like mood and lighting, like the difference between Zack Snyder to uh, the Russo brothers, you know what I mean? In terms of like the medium itself, it just feels different. Yeah, yeah, it has a different atmosphere. I'd like for them to remaster the Bioshock collection. That would be fantastic. Yeah, the Bioshock collection. Because yeah. I played the first one, but I didn't finish it. I never finished the second one yet. And I'd love for them to kind of remaster it. And it's such a good story so as can, well. Yeah. You know, the first one is a great story. Yeah. So, um, anything else? I mean. I finally finished Jedi Fallen Order. What'd you think? The ending. Bro. Yeah, don't, don't, don't spoil it. I think we should do a spoiler yeah, review that can, sometime. That should be another Next whole week video. or whatever. Mm, man, I was I, I couldn't sit down. I was like standing up. Are you up. talking about the ending? I'm talking about when... The, I'm talking about... Well, it's that, not really the ending, but it's the last the last when, boss fight, yes. Yeah, the last... Yeah, okay. Dude, We're on the same page. Big, All right, yeah, bro. Big moment. That, that was amazing. Shit, I was like, oh, oh what the... F-? Yeah. Hey, right. So let's do, a, let's do a Jedi Fallen Order re- spoiler review next mm-hmm. week. And then, like, when Blank threw, like, your homegirl yeah, 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 off, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then, like, she, oh, bro, that whole... I will say this, cause right, once, and, this is, and this is a zero-spoiler thing. I did not like the ending-ending. It just kind of seemed uh, like they wrapped uh, it up a little uh, too tightly. I, I know what you're talking about. Like, you know what I'm when talking he, about? Like, literally, yeah, 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 when he does the thing, and it's like, I get why he does that, but it's like, well, there goes any possibilities well, like to a sequel, a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> you know? They'll still make a sequel. They'll make a sequel, uh, but I, I feel like they'll make it in a different era. But I Like, will... this one's between episode three and four. Yes. Maybe they'll make one between episode six and seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? That'd be cool. But, yeah, overall, Maybe you'll get I, a baby Yoda. Overall, I was yeah. very satisfied with... My oh yeah, it was it was. I really wish there was some nitpicky things about it, but I mean overall, I think they did a great job with it. I think it was what we wanted to see from it. To me, it opens up a lot of possibilities in terms of because it's all canon. So yeah, yeah, different types of Star Wars games. Mm -hmm. I mean, dude, you can take that same engine and make a fucking action RPG. Exactly. Yeah, it was. What I like about it most is that it it's they finally found that medium of like the reason why Dark Souls and games that are very Souls inspired sell so well is because that competitive nature of like when you fight a boss and you and you just spend 15 to 20 minutes fighting this boss and you finally kill him this game is hard it's like you you feel so 
like you like you like you feel so good when you do that and it's like with dark souls you get that and it's so nice that they've now created a game where it's like you don't have to be the world's best gamer like you can play this game on easy you can play this game on normal Bro, but you know even I mean? though on easy even and normal normal is, normal is hard, hard. Like, like, for me easy was too easy and normal was normal was okay i played the i played the game on hard um i could i I, if i wanted to i could probably play the game on its hardest difficulty but the game then would have taken me much longer to to to, that's the thing is like the only thing it really changes is the amount of damage i take and my parry time and if you're good at dodging it doesn't change the game much for me i feel like so i i played through for the most part is the jedi knight one the one Mm -hmm. like right before jedi master i believe but jedi knights was or that was like the the normal yeah yeah so that's good so i could i I feel like i could no i played like half of it jedi master mm. and then there's no wait jedi master is there one bef- there's no, not one there's, i thought there was four one yeah i thought there story was story mode. there's jedi jedi knight jedi master and then there's whatever the i had like a different name i think Hold on, let me because yeah story mode's the easiest story mode's yeah. the easiest i think jedi knight's normal right yeah, yeah jedi knight and then but what i will say is like coming from on. a perspective of all my friends who have played all the dark souls games and sekiro and games like that grandmaster is the last one that's God, a grandmaster yeah, so. so all my friends who have played sekiro dark souls those types of games they played the entire game on its hardest difficulty grandmaster yeah they played it on there and they were like no it was good it was difficult for them but they wanted it to be more difficult okay. so i know that a lot of hardcore but, gamers did want it to be a bit more difficult for me i think it was the perfect amount of difficulty uh-huh. like and the difficulty the scaling the way that uh, it doesn't really the way that it only affects your parry time mainly that I think was a genius thing you know what I mean to be able to parry easier like make yeah, it easier that way that's the only reason see I I could have if I really wanted to I think I would have been fine going on Jedi Master throughout mm-hmm. the whole game but just for time purposes so we could do the review yeah, yeah. At, in, oh, within exactly, the time so yeah. I just like I put it if on if you go on story, yeah, mode, you go on story mode you can finish that game that, like that yeah. and it's beautiful such a good story what lightsaber did you p- color did you pick guess Purple, damn straight. Everybody <laughs> picked purple. Yeah, I thought purple I was too. doing something special. God damn think, it! You think yeah. I'm like, nah, man. You think you're the dude? Yeah. <laughs> dude comes in there. He joins. He, jo- he talks to George Lucas. You want me to be a Jedi? Give me a purple lightsaber, mm-hmm. like Samuel Jackson. Yeah. I, I respect you. <laughs> yeah. that, that was that was a cool part. But just we, I wanted we, we like a more like video. Right, gotta, let's, yeah. wrap yeah. let's wrap up this. Let's wrap up. Let's wrap up this one. Uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed listening. <laughs> where where? Uh, yeah, last time. Check out Twin Peaks VR on Steam, on Oculus. Uh, if you don't have one uh, system, we're planning on having on Quest and PSVR. Uh, but just share it anyways. We've got yeah. the trailer. If you guys pick links. it up, comment and let us know what you guys think about it. Yeah. Um, Dorian, where can people find you? You guys can find me on Twitter at Dorian Parks and Rec. And you can find me on Instagram at Dorian Parks. And you can find me right here on the Collider Games channel. Uh, you guys can find me on Instagram, that's josh.toki, and you guys can find me on Twitch, and that's josh underscore toki. And you guys can find me on Twitter, at thinkhero.dennis.tzng on Instagram. Make sure to subscribe to this YouTube channel, youtube.com slash games. Also, uh, subscribe to our podcast feed, the Collider Factory podcast feed, for our show every single week. And until next time, we'll see you guys later. See you next time. Peace. Napa know-how. This month, Napa's got all kinds of motor oil deals that can save you some serious cash. Like a five-quart jug of Napa full synthetic motor oil for just $16.49. With savings like that, you may start feeling like a VIP. But don't let it go to your head. These oil deals are for everyone. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General states pricing. Sales prices not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 831.20. Does anybody want breakfast? Guys, let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why do you start with that? The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's, where there's a meal for every morning. And nothing says morning like a classic sausage McMuffin with egg. Right now, get this all-time favorite for just 2 bucks on the one two, three dollar menu. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.